Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So today we're in Psalm 16, and I'd encourage you, if you've not read it, press pause real quick, go read it, or if you're not in a place where you can do that, just really listen as we read this psalm together. It says in verse 1, Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord, and I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another god shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. For I have always set the Lord before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad, and my whole being rejoices, and my flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life, and in your presence there is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore." I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, this is where doing this podcast just frustrates me to no end because, man, we we can literally take each verse in this in this psalm and just spend a five or six minute episode on it easily, right? I mean, this this psalm is so beautiful. So if you missed that, I just encourage you to go back and listen again, read it, um, because, man, we could talk about so much. I mean, we, we could talk about verse two when he says, I say to the Lord, you are my Lord and I have no good apart from you. I can ask you that question and we could think about that. Would I really say that I have no good thing apart from Jesus, right? Verse five, when it says, the Lord is my chosen portion in my cup, you hold my lot. Man, if I really told God, God, you have my life and Lord, whatever you do with it, whatever comes of it, I trust you because I've chosen to give my life to you. I mean, there's so, so many things that we could look into in this Psalm, but I want us to hang out in verse nine and 10 for just a moment, right? Verse nine and 10 is amazing. He says this again, therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure, for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. This is such a huge verse, really in the Bible. I mean, Peter... And preaching at Pentecost, he quotes this verse in his sermon um, at Pentecost when thousands get saved. He, he quotes this verse talking about Jesus, right? Because what's amazing here, what's amazing is the psalmist is, is speaking about himself here, but he's prophetically speaking towards the Messiah that's going to come. And the amazing thing what he says is he says, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices and my flesh dwells secure for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. So, so David is literally staring death in the face here. Like he knows death is on the horizon for him. He, he knows death is eventually going to come. Yet in the midst of that, his heart is glad and his whole being rejoices and his flesh, his, his spirit, his body rest secure. Why? Because what does he say in verse 10? For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. David's hope is that even though he might experience physical death, that God is not going to abandon him to the grave. I mean, you talk about this confidence of resurrection, right? That even if I die, 
God is not going to abandon me to the ground. And, and of course, we know this because we have believed and trusted in the resurrection and the life. We've trusted in Jesus, who even though Jesus experienced death, God did not abandon his son to the grave, but raised Jesus up from the grave. And so since we believe in the resurrection and the life, just like Jesus tells Mary and Martha, whoever believes in me, even though he or she may die, they too will live. So we have hope. You know, I think it's crazy. Um, I'm recording this on Tuesday. You'll hear this on a Wednesday if, if you listen to it on time. But as I'm recording this, it's been uh, less than two days since the, the tragic news has come out about Kobe Bryant passing away. And um, it, it hit me in a really weird way. And, and Courtney was kind of laughing at me. Not not laughing at me. She was just confused because I've never been affected by the death of like a celebrity before. But man, it, it really hit me. I mean, I just, I grew up watching Kobe play ball and I grew up not, not idolizing um, him as a player necessarily, but admiring his competitive spirit. I mean, no one wanted to win more than him and as a person who loves sports you couldn't help but but kind of love and admire Kobe and, and I remember where I was when the when the news just started flooding in on my phone that, that Kobe has died and it's terribly tragic terribly awful but it, it's been crazy interesting for me to hear all these announcers and sports casters talk about his death and I'm not gonna lie to you with, with every single one of them there has been kind of this hint of fear this hint and this fear of death because, man, it came so sudden for Kobe. And if Kobe Bryant, I mean, the great Kobe Bryant, who seemingly was immortal, if he could die at 41, man, any of us could die. And it just, there, there was so much talk about death and this, this so much just concern of just, man, you, you don't know. And, and on one hand, I get that. And, and I understand that. I, and I get how death can be intimidating in that way. But, but I just encourage you, listener to this, parent, student, whatever, whoever's listening to this. And as Christians, you and I have hope. And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm sitting here like looking forward to the experience of death. I, you know, I'm longing for what comes after death because I, I believe that God's going to raise me from the grave and I'll be with him eternally. And so I'm longing for that. But the, the pain and stuff of death, I, I, I can't say that I'm actually longing for that. Maybe I need to grow spiritually because I know Paul talks about how he desires to depart to be with the Lord. So maybe I just need to grow a little bit. But, but, but here's what the incredible thing is, is that, man, we have hope. That in the midst of death, even if it's immediate death, whatever, we have hope. And David is declaring this hope right here that even though he might experience death, his flesh can dwell secure because God will not abandon him to the grave, but that God will redeem him and that God will raise him up. And so you, student, and I know for a student right now, it's impossible to think about dying. Like it's just, and for me, gosh, I'm 24 years old with you, right? I mean, it's hard for me to think about that, but you and I have have confidence, confidence that we serve a God who raised his son from the grave. So even if I don't make it the rest of this day, it was just crazy to think about, but I don't know, right? I mean, you might be listening to this podcast and I might be gone. I, I don't know. I have confidence because God did not abandon his son to the grave and he won't abandon me. My heart can be glad, my soul can rejoice, and my flesh can be secure. I mean, I know that's a heavy podcast, but my encouragement to you, and I know we're a little longer than we normally are, so I apologize, but my, my encouragement to you and my prayer would be, that, man, if you can't definitively say that your flesh would dwell secure, 
and that your heart can be glad because you know that you know that you know that that God has saved you and that God will redeem you. If you can't definitively say that, man, I would just encourage you, man, man, reach out to me, message the point page, reach out to one of your life group leaders and say, man, I just, I, I don't know for certain that I'm fully following Jesus. And I know that I need to make sure of that. And, and man, just, just put people in life, surround yourself with people who can help you do that and, and help you, um, walk in that. So, man, I love you. Um, but man, I want you to be confident and, and I want to be confident. I want to grow my confidence that even if I face death today, man, I can rejoice and be glad because God did not abandon his son to the grave. And my hope and my be- my belief and my faith is that God will not abandon me either. So I pray that you would know that truth and reality today. And if you don't, reach out to one of us. We would love, love to help you walk through that and understanding what that means more. So I love you. I love you. And man, let's rejoice and let's hope in the gospel today. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.